Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined by my good buddy Adam Glenn out in Nueva York. It's cold. It's wet. It's uh, I'm ready for the winter to be over. I've been hibernating a little bit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm working hard. I'm always working hard, but I'm not working as Mm -hmm. hard as I usually because it's just you know your feet are wet because you're a pansy. Because you're a pansy, Adam. Get out there. You know your parents did it uphill both ways in the snow, and you can't even stand out in a little sprinkling. Come on, buddy. True, but you know it sucks. I'm going. Well, it doesn't suck. I'm going out to Ohio this weekend to go to the Arnold Classic. It's the mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, big bodybuilding strongman competition in Columbus, Ohio. So I'm going out to that. So I'm just getting ready to uh, get my stuff together. I wish it wasn't somewhere warm, but that's what I'm getting ready to do for the weekend. Nice. Well, that'd be fun. Um, say hi to Arnold for me. We'll do. He'll say. We go back. way back, way, way, way back. Yes, the old Gold's uh, Gym days. all right guys let's get into the rundown this week this is obviously when we get you caught up on all the hot entertainment stories of the week make sure that you did not miss anything that happened in entertainment news and we try to get you in and out in at least like a half hour we started as 20 minutes we never make 20 minutes so let's be honest and say it'll probably be about a half hour but uh, we try to get (laughs) you uh (laughs) all the details for all the good stories that you may have missed um but before i get into that let me read a couple reviews real fast uh this one comes from your stellar five stars and also four hearts were given um i love you guys you are the only podcast that i listen to religiously and if you had a a, a patreon i would 100 percent be forking over that cash tmz was my favorite show back in the day and raw even tops it uh hashtag top notch i did that on purpose anyone interested in pop culture and behind the scenes scoop will love this and never stop listening p.s todd chrisley 100 likes the wanger <laughs> <laughs> I want to actually print this one out and frame it. This one is the yeah. best. <laughs> I yeah. love this review. Chris loves the one. That's great. <laughs> That's a really fun review. That was a fun uh, I appreciate I like that. that. You got one more? Yeah, I got one more. All right. This one uh, is uh, from Jenny Hodges, 75, five star. Love you guys. Found you a few years ago and haven't missed an episode. Look forward to it. You guys are awesome. Never miss an episode. Aw, thanks, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. Appreciate it. Um, keep the reviews coming. It's the best thing to do to support us. We don't and I'm running out. Out. I'm yeah. totally running out of uh, reviews here. So if you want to hear your review, you could probably leave one and it'll be read within the next couple of weeks because I've <laughs> gone through 700 and some. So um, please submit some new reviews. You'll probably hear your name quickly. All right. Let's Grab jump into this. Do it. Yeah. All right. Starting the top 10 stories, of the week, starting with number 10. Dex, what's number 10? Number 10 is uh, Drake saying he regrets naming some of his exes in songs and how it affects their lives. You know, he says he likes to be honest, but he's had conversation with a couple of his exes at this point. And he's like, I didn't really ever have like a ill intent, 
Um, but he, he was like, but I like being honest. So he's, he, I guess this is all went down during, um, the future modes premiere episode of moody conversations with little Yachty last week. Uh, Drake was on there chatting with little Yachty and, um, he said that one of his ex confronted him one time and said, look, you know, you don't know my boyfriend at the at, at the time or you don't know what my family knows or doesn't know about me. And if you express any form of discontent for me and call me by my name, uh, call me by a name in a song, then all of a sudden I'm left to pick up all the pieces of my life that I've tried to rebuild for myself basically after you. And I mean, fair point, right? Like. Think about being named in a Drake song and how all the press and scrutiny is going to come down on you. And maybe you've been out of a, a relationship with Drake for three years now, but your name gets brought up. That's got to be tough. It's got to be tough. It could be because your name gets thrown. There's some people that would beg for the name to be thrown into a, a Drake song. Like, for mm-hmm. example, Michael Rubin, the billionaire who throws these big extravagant parties. I mean, he's in a Drake song. Drake says that he saw Michael Rubin uh, win or lose a million dollars in a hand of blackjack or some. I'm messing up the lyric, but like Michael Rubin, I'm sure loved that. But one yeah. of these exes, depending on who it is, is like, come on, I, now I gotta, now I gotta pay my publicist. It costs them money because then they have to pay their publicist to put out the statement if they can afford the publicist. It costs them money at the end of the day because they can't really respond to it because. It, it it gets very sticky and very tricky. But who do you um, think? Do you think it was SZA that said this to him? Because keep in mind, she was in one of his songs. He's like the lyric was back like in two thousand. Oh I don't remember when this one came out. But he basically said, "Yeah, I want to." Uh, okay, he's talking about someone who he's dating now, and he said, "Yeah, she want to have sex with some SZA." Wait, because I used to date SZA back in two thousand eight. So. He alludes to SZA. I I, clearly no rapping here. (laughs) (laughs) And I was trying to make it a little like PC. He said the F word. I tried to cut it out. So it didn't really work as well. Uh, But nevertheless, I'm wondering if it's SZA that came up to him. He's talked about Jennifer Lopez. He's talked about Rihanna in songs. So I'm wondering which ex came up to him and had this conversation saying like, leave my name out of your songs, please. I guess SZA. However, I forgot. Is that true? And again, I, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not obsessed with Drake, but Drake dated J Lo. Um, I mean, I think he's rapped about it. I don't know if he has actually dated her. I'm assuming okay. he he doesn't seem like someone that would lie about it. That's pretty good. That's a good person having a resume. That's a cool. One. <laughs> I always like when you call it a resume. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's a cool name to be attached to. But listen, Drake has like been doing a lot of interviews lately. He, I feel like he's he's not a bad guy. I've met Drake. A few times. There's mm-hmm. people around them. Actually, we're going to save this story for – I have a crazy Drake story. Did I ever tell you about you the Drake You can't fight? do that to people. No, you can't say, I've got a great story, and then not say it, Adam. Dex, I'm going to tell you about the – remind me. We're going to do an episode, and I'll, and I'll talk about the Drake fight one day. Okay. So we'll, we're going to dedicate an episode to it is what you're saying. We won't dedicate a whole episode, but I'll be part of the episode. This is okay. the 30-minute rundown where we try to get you in and out real quick. But I, I don't know. I always get nervous telling you guys stories. But there is a crazy – one of my craziest stories is a fight. That involved Drake? If it, that involved Drake. See, okay, just stop his, talking because no, it's going to annoy me when you don't tell the story after – I get it. I, I yeah. But I'll say this. Ultimately, Drake is not like a bad – like he seems pretty cool. So I think it's cool that he said that and I don't know. 
All right, move on. Good let's reflection. move along. Yeah, I know. All right, let's move along to number nine because everyone's gonna be pissed. Why'd you tell the Drake story? I will tell the Drake fight story one day. But let's talk about number nine. Uh, number nine is Hoda Kapi. You know, she's been absent from the Today Show for. Uh, quite a few days. I think the last time she was on air was February 17th. And that's right when like Savannah Guthrie tested positive for COVID. And so both of them went off the air. Um, but they haven't come back. And so uh, the host of the Today Show, who had been filling in for her, uh, finally kind of addressed what the hell is going on, why Hoda hasn't been back. You know, they've talked about Savannah uh, still recovering from COVID, but like no mention of Hoda. So everyone's like, uh, what's happening right now? So uh, they went on to say today, or I guess yesterday, we mentioned that Savannah and Hoda are both off and that... Um, Let's see. Savannah is at home after testing positive from COVID yesterday. We are wishing a friend a speedy recovery. As for Hoda, we know a lot of you have been wondering how she's doing. We can tell you that Hoda's okay. She's got a family health matter that she's been dealing with. And so that is all they got into. They didn't say anything more than um, she's dealing with some family health matter. I don't know what that means, but I wish her well. I love Hoda. I don't know... I love Hoda. I, I, I don't know if she – I'll say this. I, I'm a big Hoda fan. I don't know if she's like the 7 to 8 o'clock hour person because for me, I still always love like the Katie Kirk, the Matt Lauer, the mm-hmm. Brian Gummels, like that real journalist hour. But after that, like what you see of Hoda on TV, that's she's what she's fun, like in real dude. person. Yeah, she's – the Hoda that you see on TV, that's what she's like in real person. Like she, That's her. Like, And I think in a, in a morning show business where all these people are putting on like displays or trying to like mm-hmm. – I don't know, clown it up a little bit. Like, Hoda's the real deal. She's just so sweet. Like, not like, you know, Michael Strahan is not really – what a strange guy. But uh, He's not He's not super sweet? No. No, he really? used to be. He used to be great. He used to be – before the Live with Kelly and all that stuff when he was yeah. just like an ex-football player, he used to be the coolest dude. And then once he got Kelly, the ego, everything that kind of went to his head, and it's not the same type guy. I'm, like, he's not I'm cool. surprised to hear this. I – thought he was an awesome dude like i have had like someone you'd want to hang out with on the weekend i would not want to hang out with him i have nothing to say to him because i'm like dude that just grossed me out like when he started to get a little bit more clout like it's just you know we Hmm. never really found out the truth what happened between him and kelly ripa like the battling between because they they definitely didn't i think what came down with that whole situation was that abc was gonna move him he couldn't tell her because it was like under wraps, because that was a big upgrade for him. And he couldn't legally tell her. And unfortunately, them being co-hosts, that's a, a shitty situation that ABC would have put him in. We're upgrading you, don't tell your co-host until we break the news. And I think he was put in a, a worse situation than anything. And then, of course, that would ruin your relationship with your co-host, because she's like, why wouldn't you tell me? Like, yeah. Give me a heads up because this show depends on our chemistry and now you just left me. So I think that's where everything went sour. You notice how we started from Hoda Copy, then got into really deep of Michael Strahan and Kelly. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. But uh, this, we started the story as obviously Hoda, they addressed her absence, but they didn't really address it. That's the yeah. funny part about it. We still don't know what's going on really with Hoda. Uh, I'm curious if she does get, I, I gotta imagine she'll get very honest when she kind of comes back fully but yeah. i love hoda i think hoda's like the sweetest she's just a sweet cool person so i wish her well i hope she comes back soon all right number eight 
Number eight, Wendy Williams is plotting her return to TV after all of her health struggles. Uh, she wants to get stuff going. Uh, basically, her publicist, Sean Zanotti, I think is how you say Sean's last name, uh, it went out and put out a statement to Yahoo saying Wendy is working on several projects and that she's ready to get things rolling and back to the Wendy, being Wendy Williams. Um, she, they, uh, when, uh, Sean also went on to say that she's physically preparing. Uh, you know, she's she's working out, she's eating healthy, she's doing all these things, she's dieting, she's exercising, she's going to the gym, and and then said like she's looking good, and I don't know if I agree with that. She yeah, I mean, that doesn't look healthy to me at all. The last couple paparazzi photos that I've seen of Wendy, she looks very skinny, very out of it. I don't know, man. So here's what I'll tell you, and this is here's what I know. Um, I think it's very strange when a publicist puts their name in their story. If they're saying, okay. "Oh, they're publicists," so I think that's a number one red flag. If I was a publicist, I wouldn't want my name in the story. A good publicist, it's not about the publicist; it's about the celebrity. Uh, number two, paparazzi journalists, whatever you want to call them, they are being assigned. To wait outside Wendy Williams' place right now. They the more Wendy Williams content, the better because they the outlets believe that there's something going on with Wendy. And obviously it's it's sort of just like, yeah, she's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the crazy part about it. It's like, yeah, they're telling she's healthy, but they're like, No, we've seen her going in and out of smoke shops, the way she's acting. I don't can't imagine like I know she wants to get back on TV, but I don't know. If a network, a major network, would kind of give her that, they're not going to trust that right now. No, no way. They're not going to. That it's going to. That's why she needs to do like she's doing this podcast, but I think that's the platform for her right now. Stuff that can be recorded and edited and is not live, not expensive because no not one wants to put money behind right? that. Yeah. Yeah. There's exactly paparazzi are waiting us our place all day and night now because they're just like, yeah, this is just. Tick, 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 tick. They're waiting for the boom. It's uh, And I don't know what that boom's going to be, but they're just like, yeah, there's... There's something there. There's yeah. something there. She's not right. So it's like weird. Like, you can't keep telling us she's she's great when we've seen it. She's not great. She can't really walk. Like, when you see her walking, someone's usually helping her walk. Um, it's just This very, is very... Right. Like, I feel like her and Brittany are in very similar categories for me right now, where it's like the world being like, she's good, she's good. I'm good, I'm good. And I'm like... I'm worried about you. I'm worried about the videos that I see of you and the way you handle yourself and the way you act. I'm like, I I get it. It's, it's popular to say she's doing great, but it's, it's not what I think in my mind. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Our here's a story about our friend, Larsa Pippen, one of our, Oh, you think she'd come back on? I should hit her up. Absolutely not. But, I still got her. I still have her phone number. <laughs> she's super sweet. Now, would she come on? I don't. Maybe she would come on, but she's she's when I mean, we, she got when it. She said it all. I don't know what else there is to say. Like she was, she was great. She was if you awesome. guys listen to our old uh, episodes, check out. Make sure you check out our old Larsa Pippen episode. This is before, um, obviously, her dating uh, uh, Michael Marcus. Jordan. Yeah, Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son. Um, but let's get into the story. She she knows how to constantly get publicity though she is cut from the kardashian threads i'll tell you that much so larsa pippen (laughs) doesn't talk 
uh, about Marcus Jordan to Scottie Pippen, her ex. Um, so she sat down. She had an exclusive with People Magazine and uh, talked all about her relationship with Marcus and how in love she is with him and uh, the whole question about, well, how is your relationship with Scottie Pippen then? And do you talk to Scottie about dating Marcus Jordan? Because obviously Scottie was on the same team with Michael Jordan, who is Marcus's dad. And do you like do you talk? And she goes, no, 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 we we, we don't talk about who we're dating these days. We've got four children together. We focus on co-parenting and that aspect. We don't get into our each other's dating life. And no, that's just not something we do. But then went on to really just gush about Marcus and say how in love she was and say how like he feels like he was dropped from heaven into her lap and how, you know, they started off having a friendship. And then I guess one night they were at a club and some woman came up to start talking to Marcus and she got jealous. And she's like, I'm not the jealous kind of person, but I'm like legit jealous of him talking to this girl. And that was where she goes, okay, something's different here. I really like him if I'm getting jealous. And that's where things took a turn. And so she, she had gone on to like, again say like i'm so he makes me so happy that if he said go and dye your hair green i would do it because if that makes him happy that makes me happy so she seems really like in love with the dude it's uh it's a very unique thing i i still can't believe it (laughs) i I, it's so wild i mean could you uh, looking back when we were with you know larsa and she was talking about Mm -hmm. i would say her fallout with kim and everything could you ever imagine her dating of all the guys out there, Michael Jordan's son, Marcus, when she could have dated, I'm sure, a billionaire, a multi, multi, multi million. Like, there's so many other guys out there, but she fell for Marcus Jordan. Like, I don't even know what exactly he does. That's, besides that's NBA royalty. She, she was married to NBA royalty. Now she's dating NBA royalty. I mean, she stays in that category. Age Big age difference of all the people. It's, it's wild. 48 and he's 32. It's not that crazy. It's a for you know what? If it was a guy and a girl, I don't think we'd look at it too weird. But with a girl and a guy, it's like the opposite. What you see in the news, I don't judge. This age gap is nothing compared to another story that we're going to get to later down the road with Madonna. So let's. This gap is pretty minimal. Maybe uh, David uh, Foster and um, what's her name? Oh, Catherine McPhee. Catherine McPhee. That's a weird one. That's to me. <laughs> All, right, let's move on. All right. Let's move on to number six. Uh, number six, uh, the NYPD is apparently looking for Travis Scott following an alleged nightclub rampage. So this was kind of interesting. We- weird story this week, but um, basically the police are searching for Travis Scott after he allegedly punched a sound engineer and caused $12,000 worth of damage at a Manhattan nightclub early Wednesday morning. Uh, officers from uh, the police department in Midtown Precinct uh, responded to Club Nebula on West 41st Street at about 3.25 a.m. after a sound engineer said he was involved in a verbal dispute with Scott, according to the department statement. And then the rapper was accused of escalating the dispute into a physical altercation where he allegedly punched the victim with a closed fist in the left side of the face. Um, 
and then was uh, accused of causing about $12,000 worth of damage to a speaker and a video screen before fleeing uh, the the club. And so they're now investigators are reviewing the club surveillance video and they're looking for him. A spokesperson for Travis Scott said, no, 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 no. This is just being blown out of proportion. They said, quote, while this is clearly a misunderstanding being blown out of proportion by clickbait and misinformation, we are actively working with the venue and law enforcement to resolve and set the record straight. And so we are confident our client will be cleared of any wrongdoing. So no one really knows what happened yet, uh, but this could be bad for Travis. I, I feel like bad publicity is not a good thing for him on the heels of all the other things that have happened. You know what I'm saying? other things that happened regarding the Travis the tra- the concert. incident at a, yeah the concert I feel like that just made him look really bad for a very long time so I for me I'm like stay out of trouble Brad buddy I saw Travis Scott during the um I didn't even care to watch him perform to be honest I was at the Super Bowl this past Super Bowl in Arizona at the Rolling Stones party and it was weird I was at dinner before at Nobu and Ooh, fancy. Uh, had it dropped at I didn't pay the bill. Um <laughs> but um he was there in the private room and it's weird. I went into the back and they snuck him out the back to like leave the place and I get it because there's like tons of people outside. But the way he moves and operates, it's like him and his whole crew, they're like over caffeinated. Like they're just like weird. Like it's just like they're so like doesn't want to be seen but he wants to be seen like it's just like it's like it brings too much attention trying to avoid attention oh that's like people wearing sunglasses like at night inside of a building you're like buddy you're i know you're trying to go under the radar but that looks way more obvious than not like leonardo DiCaprio, where you always say his hat is so low that it looks weird that people look at him even more yeah and it's funny so we were at i I saw him earlier in the night he was at nobu and like just it was a weird vibe, and I saw security there, and they wound up being cool to me after because someone vouched for me because they kind of know me, and they're like, what's he doing here? And I'm like, I'm eating just like you are. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you can't stop. And then they're really like, they realized, like, I was, I even said to them, I was like, guys, I don't even care. I'm not here for your guy. I don't care. Like, he doesn't, in, he's not into it. Like, I, I don't care about him. And then they kind of like eased up because I, I literally proved him, like, I don't give a shit about Travis Scott. And then they're like, all right, fine, fuck it. Um, but later that night, they had the red carpet for the Rolling Stones party and Travis Scott was performing and everyone like the, the publicists of the event were like, Oh my God, Travis Scott's going to walk the red carpet. Everyone get in line. Travis Scott's on the red carpet. We're all no like, way. He's not going to walk the red carpet. He's not, not going to walk the photo. red carpet. And then all of a sudden like, they're like all right, guys get in position. He's going to walk the red carpet. We're like guys like, we're like, yeah, okay. No one's like even throwing out their cigarette. Like he's not going to walk the red carpet. Sure enough. He skips a red carpet and everyone's like, should we just shoot him like going in? Because he was still walking like he wasn't walking the red carpet, but he's walking on the side where like you could still shoot him if you wanted to. And the security was going crazy like no photos, no photos like fuck you. Like what are you going to do? Throw us out for shooting him when he doesn't want to walk a red carpet? We'll shoot him off the red carpet like it doesn't matter. And they must have paid him, you know, what, seven half a million, seven hundred thousand, a million to perform four songs. Um, Who knows? But it was just he's just. It's a very uh, not comfortable energy to be around Travis mm-hmm. Scott. So I did, did he do it? I have no idea. I have no intel. However, <laughs> don't put it past basically knowing the kind of energy that the whole group brings. Okay. Okay. All right. All let's right. move on. 
Yep. Number five. Uh, number five, Jimmy Kimmel says Chris Rock should be proud of how he kept his cool after the whole Will Smith slap at the Oscars. So, you know, Jimmy is actually going to be hosting the Oscars this year. I think it's his third time, if I remember correctly, hosting the Oscars. But, you know, he said, like, listen, hosting a show like this is not easy to do when it's live, when there's a lot of energy in the room. And for for him to have taken that slap and not like retaliated, been super cool. He's like, you don't ever see something like that happen outside of like the Maury Povich show. And it's shocking. And then for it to be on the Oscars, it magnifies everything about a million times. So, you know, everyone obviously regrets stuff in the past, but he's like, I think down the road, we'll look back and we'll kind of laugh at this incident or we'll just remember it as like, well, that was a really weird incident that happened, kind of like someone streaking at a a sporting event. Um, But he just kept saying like how like impressed he was that Chris Rock kept his cool. And um, he said, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to hosting the Oscars and see what uh, this year has in store for me. But it does seem like Chris is going to address the whole Will Smith thing. He hasn't really talked about it. He's kind of kept it under wraps, but he's got a Netflix special that he is going to be recording. And uh, during that Netflix special, uh, Page Six is reporting that he is going to bring up material about the Oscars. He's taping that um, the stand up special, I guess, on Saturday in Baltimore. And then it streams from the Hippodome Theater. Hippodome Theater. I don't know what that is. And uh, and it's it's interesting because it's like almost coinciding with the Oscars, which are going to be March 12th. Yeah. So I, um, smart. Yeah. I, so that was my story, by the way, with page six um, props. To nice. Me. That was my story. Thank you very much guys for giving you a story. That means absolutely nothing. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think I agree with Jimmy Kimmel that Chris Rock deserves a lot of praise for how cool he acted during that being on live to be just getting hit and kind of just kind of moving along smoothly. I don't think people realize how tough a situation like that is, how insane of a situation that is. So I agree with Jimmy Kimmel as far as Chris Rock addressing it. Yes. Chris Rock. Um, he's been torn for the last year and a half. Well, year. Um, and he hasn't addressed the slap situation at all in his stand-up in him. Remember, he right after the Oscar situation, he was doing a big theater in Boston, and people started heckling him, and there's so many cameras on him. And, I mean, it was cameras all over him. Like, is Chris Rock going to address it? Everyone's trying to fight for the interview. And Chris' first joke, not even joke, said, you know, in the beginning of his first show after the Oscar situation, like, hey, guys, I'm not going to talk about it, and just went right into his act. And basically for a year, he's basically – has not talked about it at all. However, um, this is a story I did that Chris has been working with a lot of comedians and writers um, to work on a good bit to address it because his whole situation was if I do an interview, let's say Good Morning America or the Today Show, and I talk about the situation, the only person I'm helping out is the Today Show or Good Morning America. However, like I want to make money on this. So he knows it's going to bring more eyes and attention to the stand-up special. And he's been quietly very chill working on – like he hasn't done the jokes at a performance. Mm-hmm. However, um, he's gonna he's been working on what he's going to say with writers to make sure it's funny. Gotcha. No, I think it's really smart publicity move. Stay quiet. And now a year later, right alongside the the Oscars, yeah, everyone's going to be talking about it again. And you release your special. It's so good. It's right before the Oscars. The Oscars are in two weeks. The special is coming out. We're going to be recording. It's going to be live on Netflix. So I'm excited. I'm interested to watch it. I love Chris Rock. I, 
Hacker, I think, was one of the best specials ever. Move along, number four. And sorry, I am excited to see what Jimmy says during the taping of the show. He's going to have to reference that moment. I'm just curious what they're going to say. Who's going to present best actor? Because normally it's the previous best actor winner. But Will can't really be there. So curious to see what happens. All right. Um, What number did you say we're on? Four. Number four. So if you've been on TikTok over the last couple of days, you'll see that uh, Aubrey Plaza was... um, Making a lot of news, uh, there was a an account on TikTok that had basically saw her up on stage at the Screen Actors Guild Awards um, and focused in on when the whole cast went up there to get an award. You see one of her co-stars kind of whisper to her and then she like clutches her boobs and then looks really like pissed off. And so they were like, what did why? It looks like she says like Jesus fuck or Jesus Christ or something like she looks really upset. And so all the TikTok sleuths were going crazy trying to figure out what exactly happened. John Grease. Is that how you say his name? John Grise? That's good enough to me. Yeah. Grise, maybe. Um, apparently uh, had kind of like leaned over and said, hey, mentioned something to her. Well, he said to page six that he told her to look to the front because she was being blocked by cast members in the front and added, you might want to fix that first um, referring to, cause she had like a lot of like under boob in the, that like gold strappy dress that she was wearing. And keep in mind, it was intentional under boob. Like that was the whole point of it. So it's kind of funny. He thinks that she was just being silly. Like she's already a funny chick and that she was just being silly or goofy, that she wasn't actually mad at all. And that um, her, her publicist are not her publicist. Her stylist confirmed that that was planned under boob. So like, Everything you're seeing, she knew what she was doing. So if anyone is to blame for this whole incident, it's just the TikTok sleuthing culture uh, for looking into something that wasn't really there is basically what they're chalking that up to. Yeah, I mean, part of me understands that, you know, but also I understand that TikTok people just kind of make a big deal about nothing and just kind of, however, you know. Did you watch the video? I did watch the video and I kind of, I feel bad for everyone else who's on stage because you take away the attention from the award. You take away from the attention from everyone who works so hard to receive something like that. Like that's Yeah, but that's know, what Underboob's going to do anyway no matter what. True, but I mean <laughs> she made it about herself rather than about the show. You know, at that at that time it was like just just be cool, you know, like just chill, do nothing. I don't know. But yet again, she was like maybe- one of like 15 people up there you had to be looking for her. that tiktok account literally zoomed in on her true a tiktok didn't make it didn't help it um but if i was her i would just be like just just chill just just relax it's not about you it's about like the award and about the group um now, but i will say this i think uh, what aubrey plaza did with the girl who plays mm-hmm. wednesday yeah they're on stage giving an award was so fun and cute and cool like actually and made me like that girl who plays Wednesday a lot. I was like, oh, she's good. Like, I, I don't, I didn't watch, I watched the first episode of that Wednesday show. It's a little too young for me. Okay. Um, but I was like, oh, she's really talented, the girl who plays Wednesday. Like, I kind of dig her. Smart, now. smart, um, I don't want to say casting, but smart casting essentially for the the presenters of that show. Uh, they did yeah. a good job, like Great making job. a viral moment out of two people presenting because that can normally be pretty boring. You don't normally care who's presenting. Yeah, no, they were great together. All right, let's move on to number three. 
Uh, Justin Bieber, it seems like, has canceled the remaining uh, stops on his Justice World Tour. Uh, If you remember, he had canceled a bunch months ago um, because he needed to take a break after being diagnosed with the Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And I think that was back in like June of 2022. He just said, hey, you know, I I, got to stop right now. I need to focus on my health. And there was like a bunch of tour or a bunch of stops all over the U.S. Well, now it looks like the remaining stops have all been canceled the international stops he had basically in um ireland france poland austria i'm sorry australia denmark czech republic and i guess there was a few more in the u.s that all have kind of now disappeared off Ticketmaster, and so uh it looks like that's going to be done and done and i I don't know you know if this is still his uh, his Ramsey Hunt syndrome that he's dealing with. I, I, I don't know. He hasn't really put out anything um, as to why the rest of them are canceled. So we can only just assume it's still a medical reason. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it kind of be worth money if you bought a shirt for that concert. Cause it's like, it's a tour that didn't really fall, fall like go complete. So mm-hmm. I think that can you, buy, oh, sorry, this is a dumb question. Cause I don't, I'm not a person who buys concert shirts. Do you get them before you go? I thought it was like something you get while you're there. Um, there's always like the, the the brokers, but you usually get them while you're there. But there's there's some shirts that have like maybe a logo in the front and all the dates on the back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That they're going to sell at all the shows. Yeah, but so they don't... got one of the shirts at like the beginning of the concert. Like when did you're he there. even did he even start the concert? That's the part I wonder. I thought he did a few shows and then he just had to cancel it. Let's see. So it said he seemingly hit pause on the tour after previously postponing. Okay, no, no. I don't remember if he ever started or I don't remember. I'm racking my brain right now thinking about it. But I mean, it would be kind of funny to have a a shirt for a tour that never actually happened. I think it'd be a fun shirt. I actually think there's like a value to that. Like it's like having um, almost like a baseball from the from the. Mm -hmm that they went on strike and they didn't have a season it's like kind of like a cool thing to have like here i have this justin bieber tour shirt for a tour that didn't good memorabilia that. yeah i think it's kind of a cool memorabilia thing um but that's not the only like sort of justin bieber and kind of t- connection mm-hmm. um our number two story has a little bit of a connection to justin bieber so there is there there's whole theory going around that selena gomez and Haley bieber are having a feud on the internet i'm having a hard time buying it there are little things so it's kind of like a selena kylie jenner slash Haley bieber um feud right like i i so basically what happened was selena gomez retook her title as the queen of instagram recently which she stole away from kylie jenner and so the world went to go like oh god is kylie going to be pissed that her title has now been stripped away from her as the the most followed person on instagram and basically there was this video where um selena gomez had posted and she was talking about her eyebrows and how they were super styled or something like this and she doesn't normally do it and then Uh, right after that Kylie Jenner then put up a video of her with her eyebrows and saying like oh I'm doing it now for the first time and it people took it as shade okay I don't know why that's shady but we're gonna we're gonna go with this Instagram rumor that was going around and then Hailey Bieber jumped in and she also did the eyebrows they like zoomed in close on the eyebrows 
the world took that as shade. I still don't know why the world took that as shade, but we're going to we're going to go there. But where it does get interesting is that there was this old clip that surfaced of Haley Bieber kind of making fun of Taylor Swift. And it was a, a clip from a show that they did like ages ago. And um, the Taylor's name gets brought up and Haley kind of does this like gagging face like, you know, she, and Selena ended up posting on that video and basically saying my best friend is still the most talented person referring to Taylor Swift uh, and, and continues to be one of the best in the game. And because she commented on it, the world was like, oh, here we go. Selena is now starting beef with Haley Bieber and she's now deleted it. And all of them have basically come out and said, like, we don't have beef. This is all childish. Like, stop obsessing over us. Let's move along with life. But the world is still convinced that they all hate each other. Are you over this? I I was over it before even starting to talk about it. <laughs> I am so sick of talking about like the whole Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez feud. It's just is the internet the world or what is going on here? Yes, the world wants to keep like the world wants them to hate each other because of Justin Bieber. You know, like Selena, if you watched her documentary, she was like, I don't want to be asked Justin Bieber questions. I don't want to continue talking about a relationship that has been over for years. But every time I do anything or every time any, you know, anything comes up, it's always like Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber. It's got to be fucking annoying. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. It's like the Jen, Jen and Angelina. It's like at a point they're like, can we move on with our goddamn lives here? We, 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 we just need closure and to move on. So who's at fault here? Obviously, the internet. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, exactly. <laughs> Justin Bieber. But is at fault the the internet's always going to be talking. Twitter is always like mm-hmm. these weird random Twitter people in Dubai or whatever they are just fucking talking about this. But is it does the news, the media, does the headlines, the tabloids, do they make it worse by addressing the internet? Yes. Like, no, we we're making it worse by talking about this. this damn thing that's like not even real. So are we making a thing, unless there's some real news to it, we are done on the Hollywood Raw podcast talking about Justin Bieber, Haley Bieber, and Selena Gomez feud? Yes, unless they do something again tomorrow. Okay. So we're done for the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just I, listen. I get it. It sucks. I'm annoyed by it too, guys. I'm sorry that we had to talk you through this, but it, it's crazy. This was a very big story this week, and I was like, I it, I didn't want to read the story, but for my job, I have to. But I was like, I, if I saw it and I didn't have to do it for my job, I would never read the story. Because it just was had, funny because even like going back and explaining, I'm like, I I told Adam before the start, I was like, this is one story that I feel like I have to talk myself into there being anything like real about it just to even talk about it. I'm like, Oh, dragging it out of me to get the talk about it. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Our number one story of the week. Number one story of the week that Adam broke last week on uh, this raw rundown that Madonna's got a new boyfriend and apparently met the new boyfriend through one of her son's like hobbies. So this is kind of interesting. I'll tell the story because I, yeah, you tell it. I I saw that. I mean, I, yes, I. Someone paid for the story. Um, but we broke last <laughs> week. Uh, we, yeah, we broke the story last week, and it became a big story uh, this week. Madonna has a new guy in her life. She's got a type. Obviously, she has a type. And Young. 
That's it. Young uh, and ripped. Yeah. And I do have a Madonna story. Remember, remind me, and I know early in the story, the number 10 story I said about the Drake fight. I do Mm. have a Madonna fight story that Mm. I will tell eventually, but I'm so should we do should we do like a fighting episode? Because it seems like that's I haven't got really abused on the episode. It'd basically be me for an hour talking about like all my celebrity fights. And there's not that many. But the ones I had are legendary. This one is like my craziest. Fi- this one actually, I'm scared to tell the story because I'm still in fear of it, <laughs> and, and and it's a weird, wild story. Anyway, uh, Madonna's got a new guy in her life. She is dating um, a boxer, uh, but he's also a trainer by the name of Josh Popper. Um, he's a trainer actually. At my he works his gym mm-hmm. is in the same building as the gym I work out in New York City. So I see this guy all the time. Okay. I've, I've met him before. Nice guy, um, but. Madonna's son has been training as a boxer and just, uh, you know, for workout. Is this her son, David? I don't know which son exactly. Because Um, she's not like super tight with Rocco right now, right? Yeah. And David, David's the one that actually boxes and they've done like they've gone to boxing events together. So I'm assuming it's David. Yeah. So this guy was training, let's say David. um, And then basically Madonna had a thing for him and then they started really hanging out and uh, enjoying each other's company, and now Madonna is having her dancers being trained by this guy Josh. Josh actually was—it's a pretty good week to be this guy Josh because on Monday he was on Bravo Summer House um, because he was on a date with one of the cast members of the show, one of the new cast members. So people are like, "Oh, here's this guy." Then the next two days later, he's making even bigger news, saying like, "I'm over this girl. I'm dating. You know, I'm hooking up with Madonna." Um, and then if you go on his Instagram page, you see actually the photos of him and Madonna. I guess Madonna went to go see him train or do a fight, and they look very uh, cozy. Can and you happy. imagine, though, like your mom's Madonna, and you're like, God damn, I can't do any – like I can't bring friends over to the house. My mom's going to date them. Like because <laughs> she's dated a lot of like really young people, and I think she's met some of them through like her kids and stuff. Yeah. That's got to be – that's got to be annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's – um. It's wild. I mean, Madonna's just on one. This guy's young, too. He's probably, like, late 20s, early 30s. He's from South Jersey. Uh, Madonna's, you know, she's been uh, she's been around a lot lately. We've been seeing yeah. a lot of Madonna. A lot of Madonna. And, uh, a lot of Madonna lately, and people are always questioning how she looks. But, again. All right. I got I to gotta, I gotta wrap this up because I got the Jason show here in, like, four minutes going live on Fox. Yes, you are doing so the for Jason all, show. For all my, all my friends in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, we obviously tape this. Uh, the rundowns normally a day early um, so we can have time to edit and stuff. But for everyone out in Minneapolis, I'm going to be on the Jason show here in a couple of minutes. So I got I to gotta get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. This is our top 10 stories of the week. Leave a review, please. We need some reviews. If you already did one, grab your partner's phone. <laughs> Say a few kind words, five stars, make it fun, funny. I don't care. Just fucking have fun. Leave us a review. Follow us on TikTok at Hollywood Raw Pod. We're also on Instagram. Um, we also have a Facebook group called uh, Off the Record, which, which is, is the a, best. It's really, really fun. It's been awesome. Uh, follow me at Adam Glenn, G L Y N. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube. See you guys next time. Bye. A Huda Media Production.